Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Overslept. Well, I should have called you when I came down, but I thought surely you were up. No, no, no. I set the alarm as usual mm-hmm. and forgot to pull the thing out. <laughs> so it didn't go off. Has Betsy gone to school? Yes, yeah, she came down. I said, where are your mommy and daddy? And she said she guessed you were getting dressed. No, we weren't even awake. Oh, goodness. I don't know. It finally woke me, but I looked at the clock and I yelled at him <laughs> and we leaped out of it. He is <laughs> frantically getting dressed. I told him I'd come down and pour his coffee so it cooled off a bit. Oh, I thought surely you were up, and then when Betsy said she guessed you were getting dressed... No, 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 and of course he is furious because I didn't pull the alarm thing out last night. Mm. Oh. Of course he could have done it. Yes. Did you pour my coffee? Yes. <laughs> oh, he can dress in a hurry when he wants mm. to. Should I put in some toast for him? No, he won't oh, have time, I don't think. I am half put together. I just grabbed a tie. I don't think it goes with his suit at all. Oh, it looks fine. Can't help fine. it. Yeah. fine. I don't know why, when you set the alarm, you can't remember to pull the knob out. When somebody wants to make sure something is done, he can always do it himself. Uh, Shall I get your briefcase and your coat and hair? Yeah, will you please, and get get me your car keys, too. My car keys? Well, I'll I'll have to take your car today. Why? Well, don't look at me like that. Why? (laughs) Have you forgotten he backed his car out yesterday without opening the garage doors? Uh, (laughs) Well... But I need my car today. Well, then you'll have to drive me to work, so get the car keys and step on it, will you? He lit the match with a smile on his face, and a million acres were burnt black. The beauty, the animal life, the livelihood of whole communities destroyed for years to come. Fires every year destroy millions of acres of America's heritage of woodlands. Millions of feet of valuable timber go up in smoke. Countless animals, birds, and fish perish. Miles of wooded recreation areas no longer hold the promise of happy vacations for Americans. Even worse, homes burn to the ground, farms are ruined, human lives are lost. 
and nine out of ten of those fires are set by happy, smiling citizens. Campers and vacationers like the one we've just pictured, or tourists throwing cigarettes from their cars. CBS Radio urges you not to let your carelessness add to the destruction this year. Break matches in half after you've used them. Crush out cigarettes, cigars, and pipe ashes. Drown campfires, then stir and drown them again. When you use fire, obey the law. Oh, there's a car. There's a car coming out of the side street. I see him. Oh, honestly, honey, I wish you'd let me drive. Oh. I see the boy on the bicycle. Why don't you relax instead of always acting this way? I don't do it to you when you drive. Relax, she says. Honey, that, 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 that light's going to change. We'll make it. You better slow up. We'll make it. I, oh. We made it. <laughs> oh, honey, relax. You'll live longer. Longer? I just want to live until I get to the office. Which at this point does not seem very likely. I don't know why husbands are the worst backseat drivers. You make me so nervous. I make you nervous. Well, you stood <laughs> on the edge of the seat or else you lean back jamming on some imaginary brakes. Well, now, uh, look, can't you stay in your own lane? You look, you, you, you sashay back and forth. Oh, honey, I know what I'm doing. Well, certainly more than anybody else does. Well. Honey, don't go so fast, will you? These streets are slippery. I'm not going fast. I wish I'd wiped off the back windshield. I can't see a thing. Oh, well, that's a big help. Well, you've got a, you've got a side mirror there, you know. Well, just... I never can get used to that. Anyhow, it isn't adjusted, but right? don't adjust it now. Just I'll please, just honey, keep I... your eyes on the road. Put on your brake! Put on your... Honestly, what is that man doing? Oh. Men drivers. Oh. That man driver is stopping for the light. Don't you know there's a light here? Yes. Well, were you planning to stop for it? Yes. Well, I'm happy to know it. I thought we were going to crash right into his rear end. I have never crashed into anyone's rear end. I know there's a light here, and I don't like it. They have no business putting a light. Hanging up there in the middle of the street, you can never see it. You've got to hunch way over the steering wheel like uh, this, practically get your face down to the dashboard dear. to look up and see the light. We were talking about this at the woman's club, and we said, really, yeah, I know. the well, traffic well, lights should be uh, on the corners where you can see them. We're thinking of getting up a committee dear, in the woman's look, club, we you are know? Holding and up, going holding... to the police and telling them what we think of traffic signs huh? in this town. Has that light changed yet? Yes, it has. Oh, well, there you see. I couldn't see it. And we feel well, that something should be... What are you sticking be... your hand out for? Where, where, where are you going? Down Broad Street. You can't do that. There's no left turn here on Broad Street. I always turn left here. What do you mean you always turn left here? There's no left turn. What are you doing for pizza? Don't turn, will Please you? Please don't hold a conversation with the driver. Uh, there, will you look? There's the sign right there. No left turn. Don't you see that? Well, it's too late now. Well, Anyhow, they must have put it up yesterday then. It must be something new, dear. It is not something new. It has always been here. Well, I have always turned left here. Besides, I had my hand out and everybody expected me to turn. Now, stop worrying. <laughs> I, I have turned left there for years. Uh, if you don't, you've got to go all the way down the park, yes, I... around the traffic circle. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I don't think that's for me. Oh, you don't, huh? Well, if I were you, I'd pull up just the same, because I don't think that policeman is just waving at an old friend. Oh, this makes me so mad. If he says anything about no left turn, I have always turned left there. Honestly, the police in this town, they're just running wild, putting up signs, don't do this, don't do that. I'm going to say something. 
If I were you, I'd just take the ticket and not say anything. The police are here to serve the public. Yeah, well, he's here to serve you with a summons. Well, oh. (laughs) Good morning. Lady, didn't you see the sign back here that said no left turn? No, I didn't. My husband said there was one, but I have always turned left here. You have? Yes, so that sign must be something new. It's been there for six years. Well, I never saw it before. Anyhow, I think it's absolutely ridiculous to put it there. Otherwise, you've got to go all the way down to the park, around the traffic circle. I don't make the laws, madam. I just enforce them. May I see your driver's license? Certainly. (laughs) Well, if I can find it, everything else in my purse here. (laughs) Oh, dear, look at that. Oh, I never mailed a letter to Aunt Martha. I just give it here, dear. I'll mail it. Take it right in. Now, don't forget, look, dear. It has to get off because she wanted to know definitely if we were coming over this weekend. Yes, yeah. Yeah, we'll make sure she gets it. I said we probably would, but she wanted to know definitely because otherwise she may go over to get George's mother. That is, if Edith's sister doesn't change her plans and drive over there, you know, instead of. waiting, dear, to find your driver's license. I'm looking for it. Not so much stuff in my purse. Well, now, where did he go? I guess he went back to take our license number. Oh, did he? Good. Officer, while you're back there, would you mind wiping off my back windshield just a little bit? Oh, for the love of Mike. Thank you. What's the matter with you? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Find your driver's license. You're getting such a tizzy over policemen. They're human beings, you know. Did you find your driver's license? No, not yet, officer. I'm still looking. I know it's here somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) You know, officer, women's purses. (laughs) I don't have all day, madam. Oh, I don't have all day either. I've got a million things to do. That's why this whole thing is just a waste of time for both of us, really. It's ridiculous putting up a no left turn back there. There's some other things, too, like those lights that hang up in the middle. Oh, dear. dear what? A cough drop sunglass. Uh, Here, hold some of this stuff, will you, dear? Just oh, hold it, will you? I just can't. Hurry up, will Believe you? me, officer, we women in the women's club have discussed some of the traffic things you police have put up. And we feel there are a good many changes that could be made when... Oh! I changed purses. Oh! My wallet's in my other purse. Oh! I know it is. I t- <laughs> officer... Really, a very silly thing. I changed purses yesterday. I took my navy blue. Officer, you know what I mean? Madam, I will meet you at the police station. Just turn right at the next corner. And I'm sure the desk sergeant will be delighted to hear about the changes you women drivers would like to make in our traffic system. Just follow me. Turn right at the next corner. Well, he certainly got out of bed on the wrong side this morning. Come on, get going. I'll certainly be glad to tell the desk sergeant all the things that we would... What now? What is it now? I'm scared to tell you. I've done it again. You've done what? I've got my nightgown on. You... Oh, I do... You know, while we were late, you yelled at me to step on it. I just threw my coat on over my... What do I do? Do what he says. Meet him at the police station. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Pat Buttram advises how to hide your age. When they play one of those old musical hits, pretend you're hearing it for the first time. Say, why aren't those new songwriters turning out nice stuff these days? And then when one of your contemporaries clucks, what's happening to the younger generation? You come back fast with, oh, don't worry about us, we'll be all right. (laughs) Indispensable advice on practically anything that comes into his mind is stock and trade of just entertainment. 
CBS Radio presents Just Entertainment with its thought-provoking host, Pat Buttram, every Monday through Friday in the daytime hours. Pat's surprising views are part of the different sound of CBS Radio. Now, as far as we know, the Buttram Symphony has never been approached by Carnegie Hall, nor has it ever dared to approach Carnegie Hall. But Buttram's boys do everything from Bach to bebop, including a combination of the two. Marion Morgan and Bill Kennedy add their singing voices to the dulcet doings of Just Entertainment weekdays on CBS Radio. For heaven's sakes, what happened then? Oh, we went to the police station. Uh-huh. And frankly, I think it was my nightgown that saved me, really. I was so embarrassed, the desk sergeant felt sorry for me. And I guess he was kind of amused, too. <laughs> I should think so. Oh, what about dear. the summons? Oh, yes. Nightgown or no uh-huh. nightgown, there seems to be no excuse for driving without a driver's license. Or making a left turn where it says, no left turn. Hmm. Did you tell him what you women had discussed in the women's club about traffic lights in the middle of the street and all that? No. No, this didn't seem to be the right time to bring all that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, what a way to start the day. Well, I guess I better get dressed. Oh, you better get it, dear. My hands are all flour. I decided to make some of my nice sticky cinnamon rolls. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Gee, that'll be good. Hello? Oh, hi, dear. What? Did you leave what in the car? Well, I can't understand a word you say when you yell like that. Well, you were yelling. You sound hysterical. Beef phrase? What's a beef? Oh, briefcase. Well, dear, I can... Hold on, I'll go look. Uh, he thinks he left his briefcase in the car. Oh, oh, really? My goodness, I'll bet he's fit to be tied. That on top of everything else this morning. <laughs> yes, it's here. Tell him I'll get dressed and bring it down. Uh-huh. Hello. It's here. She'll get dressed and bring it down. Well, it is certainly your own fault if you left it in the car. Uh, hello? Hello? Oh, goodness. He should watch his language now that the children are growing up. <laughs> Never mind. He's been a sorely tried man this morning, Aunt Effie. <laughs> the Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Frank M. Thomas and is produced by Walter Hart. 